The Lord is my shepherd. You anoint my head with oil. Psalm 23, 1 and 5. Hello, and welcome to The Well, a spiritual growth podcast from Saddleback Church. My name is Brandon Bathauer, and I'm excited to continue our journey through Psalm 23, the poem of the shepherd. This is your opportunity to spend the next few minutes with your shepherd to find health and rest for your soul. To start, get away from all the noise. Find a quiet place and get settled. If you need any extra time, just hit pause. The Lord is my shepherd. You anoint my head with oil. Psalm 23, 1 and 5. Anointing, a practice we have largely lost in today's modern cultures. To honor something or someone in a sacred way, to set apart, to consecrate. Maybe when we give medals or accolades, there may be glimpses here and there, but it's rare. Generally, we find the practice of anointing only in some traditional religious practice, wrapped so deep in custom and ritual that it can be easily overlooked or categorized as out of touch. But there's a deep power in this concept, and it is all over the biblical story. Anointing largely does two things. It is a mark of honor. It consecrates. Basically, it declares something or someone as sacred. And the second is that it sets someone or something apart for specific work. There's one story that captures much of what anointing is about. A messenger of God, Samuel, is sent to a backwoods town to name a new king, even while the previous king is still alive. Samuel arrives in Bethlehem, quietly, under the guise of offering a sacrifice so that the current king, Saul, would not kill him. He approaches the home of Jesse, a local man with many sons. Strong, upright men are brought before him, but God has not chosen any of them. Frustrated, Samuel asks Jesse if he has any more sons, and almost as an afterthought, Jesse names his youngest, who's out in the field taking care of his sheep. He's called in, And there, God gives his approval. David, the shepherd boy, is then anointed. Oil is poured over his head as a symbol of honor, a physical marker to display the sacredness of this moment. David is honored, consecrated, and he is named for a new purpose as the new king of Israel. It'll be years before this becomes a political reality But in this moment, a new identity, a new calling, is placed over David. This young boy, anointed as the new king, is the very same David that writes the words of this poem. A poem where he is no longer the shepherd, but a measly, smelly sheep. He writes that this seemingly worthless sheep is suddenly anointed by his shepherd, protected, set apart made sacred. 
he writes these words about himself and about you. You are anointed by the shepherd. You are honored, consecrated, made sacred, and set apart for a purpose. What does this mean for you? Take a moment in quiet to reflect on this. The Lord is my shepherd. You anoint my head with oil. Psalm 23, 1 and 5. To be anointed is to be honored or consecrated, to be set apart as sacred. The furniture in Moses' tabernacle was all anointed as sacred. Aaron and his sons were anointed as priests. Esther was anointed upon marrying the king. Jesus was anointed at Bethany by the woman with the alabaster jar. Before important gatherings, people of this time would anoint their head with oil as a mark to set apart the time, like a special perfume that you use sparingly. So what does this mean for you now? What does it mean that the shepherd anoints my head with oil, honoring and consecrating me. Well, if you follow Jesus, then you are in Christ. See, the word Christ itself simply means the anointed one. Jesus Christ. Jesus the anointed one. So to be a Christian means to be a little anointed one. To be anointed is your very identity. There are a lot of voices in this world that seek to tell you who you are. But let these truths of the Bible, the truths of your true identity, pour over you like oil. Listen carefully to who God says you are. If it's helpful, you can open your hands as if to receive these truths of who you are, who God has made you to be, and who God says you are. Who I am. I am a sheep anointed by the shepherd. I am created in the image of God according to his likeness, which means I carry a striking resemblance to the creator of the universe. I am dust, and yet I was formed by God's own hands. I am dust and yet I carry the very breath of God within me. I am God's cherished masterpiece, his workmanship. The word here is poema. I am God's poem, his song, his creative art piece up for display. I can be broken because I am bound up by the love of the great physician. I am part of a global family that spans all history and all cultures. I am not alone. 
I am part of a holy priesthood, a chosen nation without borders, but with a king. I am a glimpse to the world of God's new creation, his grand and masterwork to make all things right. I am a carrier of God's very spirit. I am forgiven by God's power. I am tended to, directed, walked alongside by my loving and patient guide. I am dead to my old ways and am alive to the new life that he has for me. I am connected to the one true vine. I am someone that someone has died for, desperately loved. I am a son or daughter of the king. Which of these truths do you need to grab hold to? What have you forgotten? What emotions arise as you are honored in this way by your father? Sit for a few moments in the true reality of these words. Talk to God about them. The Lord is my shepherd. You anoint my head with oil. Psalm 23, 1 and 5. While anointing is used to give honor, it is also used to set apart for a mission, for a purpose. When David was anointed king, it wasn't simply a proclamation of his identity. It was a mark of the mission God had for him. The first recorded sermon of Jesus in the book of Luke sheds light on this. Jesus, this traveling teacher, returns to his boyhood home of Nazareth. Being invited into the synagogue on the Sabbath, he is invited to teach. He opens up the scroll of the prophet Isaiah and quotes a well-known passage to the Jewish people, the John 3.16 of the Old Testament, you could say. The picture of God's character and the hope we hold to. He reads, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight to the blind, to set the oppressed free, and to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. He rolled up the scroll and told everyone, this is being fulfilled today. For Jesus, this anointing carried with it, yes, identity, but also mission and purpose. If you follow Jesus, the Spirit of the Lord is upon you, for you are anointed to carry good news to the poor. Who are the poor? Everyone just look around. 
What is the good news you are meant to carry? A life being formed by Jesus. You carry mission. You carry purpose. Being a king or queen comes with responsibility. Now, if you attend to your soul, there are likely two responses here. It may be easier for you to soak in who God has made you to be, loved, cherished, forgiven, and then stay there. Maybe you like to take all the nice words from God, hoard them, plump yourself up. Remember, you are anointed, which means you are set apart with mission. His anointing is not meant to stagnate your mission, but to strengthen it. If this is you, remember that it is not only you who carries God's image, who is loved deeply by God, who has had someone die for them, but they, whoever they are, are also made in God's image and are also loved dearly by God and have also had someone die for them. You are loved so that you may love. You are cherished so that you may cherish. You are blessed to be a blessing. Who do you need to see in the same way that God sees you? On the other side, the mission doing part may be the easy part for you. You are excited about this part of the anointing, but the previous part, the being honored part, left you feeling awkward or dismissive. It is often easier to wash someone else's feet than to have yours washed. You may feel like you need to earn all of those realities, that you're cherished, that you carry his breath, that you're dearly loved and patiently led. Maybe you are cherished because of all the things you do for God. Listen closely. You can only walk in God's mission if you start from the place of being his loved child. You can only walk in God's mission if you start from a place of being his loved child. If you do God's work to earn God's love, it is no longer God's work. It's your own, and it will leave you empty. Rest in your anointing first. Then let the mission of God flow from that place. You are anointed. This means walking in God's unearned identity for you, towards God's royal and sacred purpose. Spend some time with him. Ask God what he wants from you right now, and then listen. What good work is he anointing you to carry out, even right now, in this season? Let his purposes for you wash over you. Our good Father, 
thank you for anointing me. Even in my brokenness, you honor me. You speak my name with gladness. You call me your chosen. You anoint me, your sheep, with oil. Surely you cherish me as a beloved child, a nobility I do not deserve and cannot earn. May I soak in all of your goodness to me, being washed and refreshed by your words. And may this refreshing not only be for me, but the mission you called me to. May I accept your love for me so that I may offer such love to my neighbor. Thank you for my sacred identity and my sacred mission as a part of your kingdom work. Remind me afresh every day, this day, who I truly am and what I am meant to be about. In Jesus' name, amen.